Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Live across Gippsland on SEM Track 91.9 FM. Welcome to the Gippsland Footy Show. Good morning and welcome to another show with myself, Damon Healy and Cameron McFan on SEN Track Latrobe Valley 91.9. If any of you would like to join in on the chat, message us on 0499 736 736. Good morning, Cameron. How's your morning been? Oh, if you want the truth. Well, morning, Strut, and morning, everyone listening. If you want the truth, my, my morning's been bloody average. My kitchen's flooded, so I've been tearing it to bits. Uh, really? What happened? Well, if I was a plumber, I'd know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about your morning? Oh, mate, I've been running around like you wouldn't believe. As you'd know, i come in five minutes before the show. Um, I'd like to congratulate my um, boss. Um, he just had his first... Um, Son, so that's why I'm a bit busy at work. So exclusive, yeah. So he sent me a message about six o'clock this morning, which I was already up working. But um, yeah, so that's why I'm I'm a bit busy at work at the moment. But do you get do you get paternity leave when you own the business and it's a dairy farm or what? How long's he given himself off? Um, I've been calling him a hobby farmer of late because he hasn't <laughs> rocked up too much. Of <laughs> Could imagine that would go down yeah. well. I might need a pay rise, I think, but... Um, and from our producer before, <laughs> what about what he said? Yeah. He's not very happy with the Geelong. <laughs> I, think, I think him and every Geelong supporter would be pretty frustrated, really, wouldn't they? They just... Another big final, and they didn't didn't show up again. To Melbourne's credit, though, they did show up. That Seriously. Like, it reminds me a little bit of probably um, Richmond in 2017, just that momentum coming into finals, and it didn't look like anyone could touch them. And I think last night, that just proved it. Like, it didn't matter what happened. Um, yeah, they were just impressive. I, I just yeah. turned it off at half-time. I knew what that was going <laughs> on. So, Well, speaking about Melbourne, um, obviously our first guest played a couple of games from a couple of years ago was involved at Casey and he's a Gippsland boy. Um, and we're very happy to have him on the show. He's just been announced as Moe's new coach for the next two years. Declan Keelty, welcome to the show. Hey, Karen. Hey, Damon. How you going? Good, mate. Very good. What you, uh, what you think of last night, mate? Obviously been involved with that club for a while now. How, how yeah. pleased were you for the boys last night? Mate, to be honest, it was almost unreal. I couldn't, couldn't actually fathom what I was watching. Um, yeah, I was I was over the moon. Um, Max Max going in that third quarter, um, absolutely took the Mickey. Um, yeah, it, I was pretty shocked to be honest about about the way they were going. Um, but you know, pretty happy, pretty happy to see them in a, in a flag in a couple of weeks. So, pretty exciting. Yeah, it was. I think for all Melbourne people, it was very exciting. Now. Obviously, you've just been announced as Moe coach, but we'll take a step back. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, your junior footy, through to your seniors, and how you've ended up 
coming to coach Mally? Yeah, so um, my juniors, I played here at Maui. Um, I spent a couple of years here um, and then went through the Gippsland Power Tuck Up program under 18s. Um, missed out on the draft that year um, and then decided to go to Casey in the VFL for a few years. Um, was fortunate enough to get picked up by Melbourne at the, the back end of 2016 um, you know, after we lost that VFL grain into Footscray. Um, spent... Yeah, spent three years with Melbourne, um, finished at the end of 2019. Uh, was living in Melbourne, so decided to spend a year playing, um, actually signed with Bentley because um, I had a good friend of mine playing there. Um, but with COVID, come back home, um, and then it was a pretty easy choice for me, obviously, to come back to the club, my junior club. So, yeah, that's probably um, last year being assistant coach under Simi probably led me into this position this year. Um, but yeah, playing playing Mowers as juniors, I always wanted to come back. So I'm pretty proud to be able to coach next year, and yeah, I'm pretty excited about it as well. So, um, Declan, it's uh, Damon here. Is it? Um, what do you want to improve on the list? Like, obviously, you're up the top there this year, and you, you're looking good. Um, is there anything more you need to add to the club? Yeah, well, I think from a list perspective, we're actually pretty good. Um, you know, we've got a good of a good bunch of young talented kids at the club. Um, we've got a range of, you know, a few Melbourne boys that, um, you know, are really talented and really vital to us. So, you know, for us looking to next year, I think it's more a bit of a culture change for us, you know, because um, we've got this really good list, good bunch of players, but, um, you know, we, we finished the year third and we obviously want to aim for that top spot. So I think for us, it's just, about getting, you know, back to work, back to pre-season, back to, um, you know, training hard to try and put us in a position to actually, you know, be on top of the ladder at the end of the year. That, that's really our goal because, um, you know, we lost two games this year at Lingas and Montague, who are, who are quality teams, and um, they're probably the benchmark for us next year. Is it's, you know, it's what's the difference between us finishing third and, and potentially finishing first, but I think that's what we've got to look at and, and really work towards for next season. Um, have you retained everyone from last season? Even though you're only just starting, you, obviously you're getting around everyone, sending them messages, but um, yeah, is everyone staying? Yeah, I'm still getting around to that. Um, I'm hopeful everybody's staying. You know, everyone's been pretty positive with the feedback so far, so um, like things do change in footy quite, quite quickly, um, but at the moment... Um, it's, it's been pretty positive and it looks like we're going to retain most of our list. So um, I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, that's very good news for you guys, Declan. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about your time at, at Casey? And like we've had a few guests on who everyone speaks about how VFL can be a grind and it's hard yards. How did you find it? And particularly when you've gone from playing VFL to then being on the AFL list, how did all that process work for you? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question, actually. Um, I I almost found training easier at AFL than VFL level. So um, when I first went to VFL, I started my um, apprenticeship and um, I was waking up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, um, finishing work at about 4, you know, heading straight to training, finishing training at about 9.30, getting home at about 10 and having to do that three times a week. So, um, yeah, the grind of VFL is, is pretty unreal. Um, but... You know, in terms of that, the big thing that changed for me was um, I was in my first year at Casey. I was probably um, 
you know, falling into the trap of just rocking up and, and not really giving my all because I was a little bit tired throughout the day. Um, and then after you get a little bit of that experience, you kind of realise uh, the things you have to do different to really improve in that environment. Um, but, but, yeah, in saying that, some of the guys that spend, you know, eight, nine or ten years in the VFL, it's, it's phenomenal. It's the amount of effort and the commitment you have to do to, to play at that level. It's just crazy. And especially with the change of, um, change of rules this year, you know, with teams having to go into state and things like that, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's unbelievably hard, especially for young kids. The real challenge. So, I was probably fortunate. The time that I was there was a bit easier than what there is now. You know, especially with the development league was you know, existence when I was playing. Um, when they have guys have to come basically straight from local into a VFL side, so it's you know, it's a pretty hard ask. Um, what sort of game plan do you want to introduce at Maui? Like, obviously you've got a brilliant deck there at Maui. Um, like I watched this a little bit against uh, Warrigal this year, and you seem to push up pretty high and try and get everyone over the back. Um, are you going to keep that sort of game style or change it up a bit? Yeah, so, um, so obviously Lachlan Sim's done a really good job with the club. Um, and his kind of game style and his mentality, I don't really want to change it too much, you know, because it, it obviously did work for us quite well this year. Um, it, it's probably more I just want to improve, I guess, little aspects of it that I think can be improved and just try and... Um, improve the areas that we do do well because you know, I feel like if you change the structure and things up too much it can take a few years for guys to really get adjusted to it um, so instead of having that little you know two or three year period if I can just keep building on what um, Lachlan Sims done with this group I think um, I think we'll be in a much better position yeah sounds good all sounds good, doesn't it, Strutton? Yeah, it sounds excellent. <laughs> Are you, um, is, is James Blazer going around again? Obviously being a long-term player at the club, bit of a league legend, is he planning on going around again? Yeah, look, um, the, the chats I've had with Blazer have been really positive. Um, you know, he's in a really good headspace at the moment and um, like he's, he's a great effort for the club. Like Everyone here loves him. He's got a wealth of knowledge and um, you know, when he's feeling healthy, he, he tears up the competition a fair bit, so... Look, I'm not, I'm not 100 percent sure with Blaze. Um, pretty confident he'll come around again. I hope he does because um, I'll be using him a fair bit. You know, with his experience of coaching the club as a coach player a few years ago, I'll definitely be leaning on him. So, but no, he's he's a great guy, and um, yeah, I hope he's running around with us again next year. So, he's he's got a bit of small man syndrome, doesn't he? He's, he's angry little bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he, he plays on the edge, but. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. He, 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 he did drop a who are you on me this year. Did he? Yeah, that felt real bad. I reckon I'd do the exact same thing to you as well. Hey, no, Declan, just, just, just... Sorry, go on, mate. No, no, no. I was just going to compliment you, but I don't think you need it at this point. Yeah, no. no we'll move on from that there, mate. Um, what was going to ask you here, because this is a bit of a different one, and I suggest you may have been stitched up, or you can tell us otherwise. Is your Wikipedia page, mate? You're a cryptocurrency investor, according to it. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you the lowdown. So, um, <laughs> my my brother wrote that. Because um, obviously, Wikipedia, you can just go on and write whatever whatever you want. So, yeah, my brother went on and um, wrote all this stuff, which he thought would be pretty funny. Um, and look, it is a little bit funny, but. But yeah, I do delve into the crypto a little bit, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, so it's well, a half stitch up there, yeah, yeah, It's I'll a half stitch up. Half, yeah, half stitch up. There's a bit of truth to it, but yeah. 
So you spoke about playing in Melbourne. Did you get a chance to play at all for Bentley, or was that in that was twenty twenty, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was in twenty twenty. So actually, the Friday night before our first practice match, um, the other team called it off because the potential for the lockdown was happening. The first lockdown we went through, I think. Um, so yeah, I never actually played a game there. Um, I had a good mate, Ashley Ciro, playing there. Um, that's initially why I went to the club, and it was you know it was five minutes away from where I was living. Um, and it was more that at the time I really wanted to focus on things outside of footy. It was obviously the last you know, five or six years has just been all about my football. So um, yeah, it was just a good opportunity for me to to take a step back from footy, just to have a bit of fun with it, and then focus on my off-field stuff. So um, I was. I was disappointed I didn't play any games there, um, but it is what it is. So, um, what league's Bentley in? Is it a Vaffa league or is Southern, it... mate? Oh, I've got no, no idea. I can mate. answer that for Declan. It's the Southern. <laughs> well, there you go, mate. <laughs> well, yeah. I played for their big rivals in 2019. So, Did you? Yeah. So there you go. Did you play against them? How'd you go? <laughs> yeah, beat Bentley twice. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they didn't have the big fella playing for them, though. Yeah, so you're lucky. Might, have, might have changed things a bit. Hey, mate, thoughts? Obviously, you played juniors at Maui, um, and you've come back again now. Thoughts on where the Gippsland League's at? Obviously, there was the three teams, which you guys were a part of, that were seemingly much stronger than everyone else. But as a whole, where, where do you think the league's sort of at at the moment? Yeah, um, I think it's, we're in a really strong position, to us. Um, I know... I heard, I wasn't able to experience it, but I heard, you know, four or five years ago, um, the league was struggling across the board, I guess, just with the pool of talent they had. Um, but it seems like the last few years, a lot of guys that have moved on to AFL, VFL have actually returned. You know, you look at um, Dyson Heppel, Jack Johnson, the Blair brothers, um, and it's, you know, I, I really think across the board, it's, it's a super strong competition at the moment. You know, obviously with Logan signing that band sale now is, is going to help them immensely. Um, you know, between the top five teams, even the top six teams, you know, it was really quite competitive. And and if we'd had played a final season, so I really wouldn't have picked who, who would have won it. So um, I think the league is in a good position. Um, and I think it's, it's obviously good for players as well because you want to play the best competition you can and to have the Gibson League driving as it is it's, it's a really positive thing for everyone so yeah it's really nice to see How did you find this year with uh, the stop starts with COVID like obviously it's a bit tricky um, it's a bit hard to get a bit of continuity in the body and all that, those sorts of things Yeah look um, compared to the previous year you know having played no games um, I, I was thankful just to be able to play a game um, I think the more positive you can be about it, the better you can deal with things. So, like, it, it was disappointing having the soft start, not being able to play finals and things like that. But compared to the previous year where I didn't play any games, um, I'm just I'm glad we got at least a handful of games under our belt. So, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully next year we're out of lockdown and, and we can have a full season and, and finally get a final series going. So, Now, Declan, at... At Moey there, and like it's a beautiful ground there with great facilities for basically every sport. Do you blokes have a gym there? Because I reckon you blokes are the most jack country footy team I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, I feel like a slob at the best of times, mate, but geez, I felt fat that day. Yeah, uh, look, we, we do have a gym, it's not much, but we've got one. Um, look, I, I think it might just be guys' egos a little bit, they just want to look big, so. Probably more of a cultural thing than our, our gym facilities, to be honest. 
Um, what do you think of the Gippsland's decision of um, holding off to the 25th of September for finals or the grand final? I oh, yeah, look, um, you know, that, that's it's obviously the league's decision, and um, and they've got you know their their way of dealing and figuring out which direction they should go. Um, look, I I personally, um, you know, I, I think it, it's difficult to have a final series, you know, when we haven't played for so long, um, when you know we haven't played every team once, um, and now we're in this kind of limbo phase where we don't know whether we're going to. Know, still be playing this year or if the year's done. So it's, it's a tough situation for the league to be in. Um, but I think it's important that whatever decision they make, that um, we support it best we can because, you know, at the end of the day, guys just want to play footy. And if they give us the chance to play footy, oh, I'm sure people are going to be happy with that. So, Strut, Declan's obviously a very, You've very... You've looked dip- up some statistics nah, here, nah, haven't he's you? a very diplomatic man. I've because <laughs> I can tell you now, if they go straight to a grand final and Moe finish third, I'd be filthy. And so, I reckon they would be as well. They'd have to be, wouldn't they? Well, I guess, like you said, uh, like it's been said, though, there was the three top teams effectively. Yeah, it's and clear. A toss of the coin, really. Someone's in form in September. Um, no reason why Murray couldn't have taken it out. Exactly right. So I hope, I really hope they don't go straight to a grand final. Anyway, we'll move on from that before I get myself in trouble with the league. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, and this brings me a fair bit of pleasure to bring this up again. Was Jacob Wood's mark when he sat on Todd Beck's shoulders, was that the best mark you've ever seen in country footy? Yeah, 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 definitely. That's probably the best mark I've witnessed in real life, I reckon, across any any league. Um, I I, I remember it unfolding because I was in the back line watching him and... um, I remember saying to myself, no, he's gone way too early. There's no chance of marking that. And then, yeah, he just, he never came down for a good minute. So, um, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty unreal. And yeah, I don't think, oh, actually, to be fair, Jacob Wood goes for a fair few of those. And it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing when they come off. So, yeah, yeah it was pretty impressive. I've played a little bit of footy against him. Is he a bit of a unit? <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a different cat. He's, he's like off field. He's genuinely the nicest guy you'll meet. And then once we yeah once we get on the field, I'm, I'm just glad he's on my side because I wouldn't want to go against him. Oh just, mate, I'm all about him. I think yeah. he's brilliant. I okay. just get a laugh at him. I tell you, there's a bit of a push and shove the day Drew and played Moe on the wing, and uh, young Nick Caddy was playing his first mm. game, <laughs> and he picked the wrong bloke. And Jacob was yeah. good. He didn't do anything, but he just threw Rag-dolled. him. He just threw him to the ground and said, "Come on, young fella, like know your place here," sort of thing. But yeah, yeah. He, that was an incredible mark, right? I mean, you would have oh, seen the replay the video, so. <laughs> live, and it just made it that little bit better that it was on Toddy's shoulders too. Gave us a bit of mileage. The best thing about those sort of things, it's on video, exactly. And, and you, it will come up every twelve months, and you know Jacob can laugh about it every year, but um, you know, and you get to hang stuff on uh, Todd Beck every time. Oh, exactly, exactly. Well, he's, De- he's actually he's pretty humble about it. But if if I took a mark like that, I'd be mentioning it every every second day. So, but he it'd doesn't be more, really bring it up that much. It'd be more screensaver. I'm telling you yeah. right now, <laughs> yeah. I, and I can't jump <laughs> yeah. over a coke can. <laughs> so, Declan, just before we do have to wind up, what what was sort of the big appeal to coach to be to go from that assistant role to being the head coach? With the club, club were obviously really keen for you to do it, but what was sort of your own reasons? Yeah, so um, I, I've always wanted to coach. Um, and honestly, I, I didn't think I'd be coaching this early. Um, but, you know, 
having the conversations with Lockie Sim and, and Matty Gallagotis over the last few weeks, um, it, it feels like a pretty good time for me to actually step into a coaching role. Um, and I think taking this opportunity now is going to put me hopefully in a good spot once I do finish playing footy, to, you know, if I do want to continue coaching, to be able to transition into that period pretty easily. Um, you know, and, and, and being able to coach, uh, assistant coach, you know, this year under Lockie Sim, um, I'm really confident with the group that we've got. Um, you know, I, I feel like I can step into that role and do a really good job. And But, you know, personally for me, it's, it's about giving that experience now. So, you know, later on in my career, if, when I start finish footy, if I want to coach, you know, that transition is just going to be as easy as possible for me. So the opportunity was there and um, I just, I'd be disappointed if I didn't take it. So you know, I, I'm happy with the decision and um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to the challenges next year. Um, if have you brought any um like is um I forget the coach's name you just uh, said before but if you got who are your assistants around you like is um the coach the current coach well you're the current coach obviously but <laughs> the previous coach previous coach thank you that's the word I'm looking for um staying on as well or yeah so Lachlan Tim um he's he really wants to take a step away from the club in terms of coaching so um he's more or less going to be um, just a reference for me I guess um. You know, someone who I can just ring up if I have any questions. Um, but in terms of actually coaching, at the moment I've got um, Shane Painter, who was our only 16 coach from this year, and, and helped out with the assistant um, coaching role as well. Um, he's going to be on board next year to help me out, and he's great. He, you know, he's um, he's been here for a few years now. The guys really enjoy him. Um, he come from his background was coaching in the VAFA, so he's got a really good understanding of football, and um, and he's super passionate. So I'm very fortunate to have him on board and um but in, in terms of other coaches you know um it would be nice to have a few more coaches so i still am asking around to see if guys want to help out so you know potentially i could have another coach on the bench with me but um but at the moment yeah it's um it's me and shane so very good look declan thank you very much for coming on um obviously congratulations on the coaching role and congratulations on your playing career thus far um, it's very impressive and I'm sure you're proud of it and I'm sure everyone who knows you is very proud of what you've been able to achieve so far um, so look all the best for next year except when you play Druin and thanks for coming on the show <laughs> no, thank you Cameron thank you Damon appreciate it thanks big fella I think Moe are in pretty safe hands Strut. Oh, I think so too yeah um... Yeah, uh, what position is he forward or back? Centre half back, but he yep. he rolled he rolled he rolled forward against us and just kicked a lazy three as well. So did he? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just with your Wikipedia and that. Um, I just seen that um, he's six foot four, so he's a big bloke. Good so. size. Yeah. Look, we uh, have to head to the news, mate. On the other side, we've got Garfield's Chris Greenall joining us. And remember, if you want to text in oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. See you after the news. Live across Gippsland on SEM Track 91.9 FM. Welcome to the Gippsland Footy Show. Welcome back to the Gippsland Footy Show on SEM Track for Trove Valley 91.9. I'm Cameron McBain and with me is Damon Strutt Healy. Remember, you can text us on 0499 736 736. We have had a text in, Strut, from a Craig in Halora who said he was really happy with your performance in the last interview and it's getting him through what's a pretty flat day as a Geelong supporter. Yeah. So that was well, nice of, nice feedback for you. Yeah. I'm hoping to catch up with Craig later to uh, actually ask him what happened last night because we know how passionate he is about his Geelong Cats. Um, 
But yeah, if you missed any interviews or shows, um, you can get, catch us on the SEN app. True. And look us up on um, the Gippsland Footy Show, and you can catch up on everything. You can, you can. So we've just talking to, we're just talking to. Wow, my English is going good today, mate. <laughs> right. You're rubbing off on me. Yeah. We've just, I'm usually the poor one at that. <laughs> we've just spoken to uh, someone from a club who's just got a new coach. Um, I believe Garfield are looking for one at the moment, and are going through that process. Um, and we have their president on the line, Chris Greenall. Welcome to the show. G'day, boys. How are we? Very good, Chris. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too Still bad. stuck in metropolitan lockdown in Garfield, as it as it is. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's a um. Yeah, the locals are a little bit frustrated with uh, with it all, but um. Yeah, it's unfortunately we're right on that uh, that border between metro and rural, but um. That's okay. We're uh, we're dealing with it, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully there's a way out. So um, that's all we can do. Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, Chris. Um, how did you end up at Gar- Garfield and your playing days and how did you become president? Yes, yeah, good um, good question. I guess, um, look, I wasn't, uh, played a little bit of junior football, um, mostly actually down with uh, Longwari and the Crows. Um, but uh, most of my background was in basketball, of all things, so... Played a lot of uh, a lot of basketball around around the place, and and um, and then uh, cricket in the spare time. Um, yeah, I found my way to Garfield. Moved uh, moved down to Garfield um, back uh, a while back when uh, my kids were young, and um, they were right at the right age of Auskick, and uh, yeah, started down there with Auskick, and I got. Uh, Quickly got roped into the club by uh, a, f- a few locals down there, and um, ten years later, I'm, I'm senior club president. So um, that's sort of how it happens. Um, I spent uh, five years, uh, well, three, four years as president in the junior club and coaching and and doing all sorts of things down there. So um, we had a, I guess, had a need uh, last year. This is my first year of uh, of uh, senior club president role, straight into. You know, a difficult year with COVID, uh, COVID interruptions. Um, but uh, yeah, we're we're getting through it. So that's a bit of my background. Um, I guess in my uh, my professional career, I uh, yeah, I come from a management background, um, sort of in uh, in uh, real estate and property management. So some of those skills transfer well to to the footy administration role. And um, but I yeah, loving it. So. Uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully next year we get a full run at it. Like everyone's been, uh, you know, everyone's keen to keen to uh, get to it. Yeah, we all hope that. Hopefully, COVID can tell you tell you what's right. Good, good industry to be involved in at the moment. The old real estate industry. Oh. <laughs> if you're selling a couple hundred acres, I hope you've got about four million dollars for it. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, um, it is, uh, yeah. just quickly. Um, Obviously, um, Garfield's looking for a new coach. Um, we're just wondering what's the process for Garfield because there's obviously a lot of clubs out there that are looking for new coaches or have appointed them. Um, what's the process for you guys? Um, yeah, the process. So we've um, advertised the role formally um, this week, and uh, we're we've uh, yeah we're we're. I guess um, encouraging applications and really wanting to see what what's out there. Um, we've got a uh, 
a coaching selection panel that's been set up, uh, made up of our you know, head of so head of football operations, Jason Batson, and uh, and then uh, some uh, a couple of local Garfield uh, uh, stalwarts and myself. Um, so yeah, it's yeah we've, we've started the process, I guess, um, and you know there's. Um, you know, so far there's been a lot of uh, a lot of uh, interest in the in the role. Um, you know, Garfield. Uh, we're in. You know, I guess a big shout out to Hayden Stanton. Uh, he's left the left the uh, current list in a, in a, a very very good state. Um, it's well positioned. You know, for the for the next step, and um, you know the next senior coach coming in will will inherit that and um, hopefully uh, take us to the next level. Um, yeah, so we hope to, uh, you know, applications close in a, in a week's time, and um, we'll see what comes out of that, and, and go through the interview process, um, and we'll go from there. So, Chris, obviously you said it's a, a week's time that applications close for any of our potential coaches out there who may be listening. What what are what are Garfield looking for? Are you wanting someone who's experienced? Do you want a, a player to come in from a VFL level as a preference, or or are you basically open to anything as a club? Yeah, I think we're we're open to anything at the moment. Um, I guess we're we're the list is positioned where it could easily um, easily um, slot in a, a playing coach, uh, or it could you know um, easily uh, sort of you know keep keep the current status quo with a with a non-playing coach. Um, you know it's. Interesting times at the moment. Obviously, a lot of a lot of guys haven't, you know, had had to well, haven't had 24 months of football. Um, and there's a you know a few that are you know, looking at you know towards the twilight of their career or looking now looking towards coaching. Um, so uh, hence, you know, there are a lot of um, you know a lot of interest out there and a lot of lot of options potential, which is good, which put you know puts clubs in a good position to get the right person for the right, uh, you know, and the right fit. Um, you know, as far as Garfield goes, we're looking, look, we have a, you know, small country town, um, you know, we're competing against everyone up and down the railway line um, for, for talent and for, for coaches, for sponsors, for volunteers. Um, you know, we have a, I guess we pride ourselves on our, our junior development and, and local homegrown talent, and that's really got the club through um, many years that homegrown talent um, and that you know we strongly believe that's our future and you know where we can certainly certainly push the the top teams in the league at the moment with that talent substituted with um, you know some external um, you know senior experience so the coach you know new coach really what I want is really a focus from that that junior development pathway from our under 16s all the way through to our our seniors. Um, obviously, the cultural fit to the club. You know, Garfield is a you know it's got a long proud history, um, so that uh, that cultural fit's really important. And and as I said, the uh, you know our list um, is in a good state. Our players are extremely invested in you know trying to take it to the to the um, you know win the premiership um, and um, yeah we're looking forward to uh, you know the coach coming in and, and just taking us to that next next level um, that's what we're sort of you know like all clubs that's what we're looking for 
Yeah. Um, well, Cameron, you said it was, um, the job's up for anyone and it's a beautiful ground out there and you've got a week to apply if you wish to get into that space. You might wish to as well, Strut. Oh, I'm coaching cricket, mate. I'm busy enough as it is. So. Yeah, I'm going into a new job on Monday, so I'm busy enough as it is too. So let's knock that on the head for a second week in a row, Strut. I just thought you asked a few questions there and I thought he might be luring to something here, so... No, um, no, it's always it's always open. It's always open. So you've got my number. <laughs> um, there's a young bloke that plays cricket for Western Park, and I know he's very interested in um, cricket coaching. Would someone in your own ranks, like Sam Batson or anyone else at the club already there, might be interested in the job? Um, yeah, look, certainly. Um, yeah, we'd uh, yeah we're open to as I said, open to all options. Um, but um, yeah, Sammy uh, Sammy Batson's had a had a fantastic uh, year on field for us. Um, he's a you know a leader around the club and and a great fella as well. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll see. I guess again part of that process we we invite all applications and and we'll be going through what it what you know what it looks like for us. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I I guess we can speak from a cricket point of view, Strut, where we've seen firsthand, he seems to have a real... Um, we're, we're going into bat for him here, but <laughs> he seems to have a real knack of sort of getting blokes getting blokes together. Like, I know you hate playing Western Park in cricket because they are seemingly such a close-knit team of mates. So it's probably one strength he has. So. Yeah, I think uh, at one stage, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, he was captain of the club there at one stage. So, I mean, he's always been a leader and he always gets up and about in the cricket field. So there's no reason why he couldn't, I'm sure if he put his hand up to do it, he'd do an excellent job. There you go, Bado, if you're listening, mate. Get that application in. You can send it to your dad. <laughs> My dude, the, yeah, I was going to say, his dad might have to jump off the committee there. <laughs> so, Chris, just switching over here to the on-field side of things. Um, this year, we're sitting in sixth, I believe, before COVID obviously stopped the season. So, as you said, you're thereabouts. Um, what were the big positives for you this year on-field? Um, on-field um, positive. Look, we, uh, you know, we had a great start to the year. Um, like all clubs, um, we had a horrendous run with um, with injury, um, soft tissue, and then uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, one of our you know um, uh, senior senior um, <coughs> um, you know, Andy Samuelis um, uh, sort of retiring halfway through the year with with con- uh, with some a couple of head knocks. Um, so yeah, we had a um, a really poor run of injury, but. Um, the, the list when you know when fully fit is um, yeah as I said it's uh, it's not far off um, standouts for the year again I, I guess um, for me um, yeah I mentioned Sam before you know Sammy Addo's uh, um, had a really strong year down back um, his on field leadership um, his uh, his willingness to put his body on the line um, is certainly that that runs through the entire team. Um, other standouts for me uh, were, oh, look, Gumi. Um, Gumi had another fantastic year in the middle um, and he's arguably our most important player. Um, certainly when Andy as well went down. Um, the other one was um, obviously uh, Daniel Helmore, Sugar, uh, aka Sugar, um, some homegrown talent that had a um, another 
really strong or a step forward um, in his um, in his year as well. Um, you know, our senior boys also you know also stood, uh, stood up, um, and obviously a big fella up forward um, was uh, was quite uh, quite handy as well, um, kicking kicking quite a few goals. So. Um, as I said, we're we're pretty close. I think on our list, we just got a, um, you know, uh, we're working hard to fill a couple of couple of gaps. Um, like a lot of clubs, we're uh, we're in the market for a ruckman. So if you know of any ruckman that um, that uh, want to put their hand up and come down and play at Beswick Street, please uh, let us know. I do, but he's at Drew and he's not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just like to thank you for your time, Chris, and letting us know the process for looking for a new coach. And um, hopefully, you find the right man for the job for next season. And hopefully, you can get a full season in. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope. Um, I guess uh, just before I go, too, I just wanted to thank. Obviously, with uh, a very interrupted year, um, wanted to thank take the opportunity to thank the committee um, and also our sponsors. Our sponsors stuck by us throughout the year. Um, and of course the volunteers and then uh, and the players, but um, you know I think we're in a we're in a good space and and it's exciting times um, coming for for the stars and look forward to completing this coaching um, uh, selection process and we'll move on and get a full year in next year. So that's, uh, that'd be great. Thank oh. you very much for your time, Chris. That's all we've got for the moment, Strut. We are going to head to a break, and on the other side of the break, we've got Strutting Down the Wing. Live across Gippsland on SEM Track 91.9 FM. Welcome to the Gippsland Footy Show. Now on the Gippsland Footy Show, Damon Healy is strutting down the wing. Rightio, I've got another one in my sights this week. It's not flat packed, so I can assure you that much, but I did get some good mail on that actually, Cam. <laughs> but this bloke is your man. My man. This bloke. Um, we had him on a couple of weeks ago. 300 game superstar from the doggies. Oh, you can't. No. Yes. No. I'm sorry. We asked him what's going on in the future. What are your plans? And you could have given us a couple of young blokes that are starting off in the media a go and told us that he was going over to Western Australia to coach. But he refused to give us that information. So I'm flat off him. I'm not even sure if he's still at SCN at the moment. If he is, I'll probably find out and I'll probably get a message from him. But he's leaving anyway, so stuff him. Well, it's probably good it's our last show, yeah. mate, because you've just made sure of it, I reckon, rinsing Bob Murphy. Um, <laughs> what's that bloke's name over there, McGowan? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, I hope you don't let him in. Yeah, well, he didn't. A bit, let bit him. of Eddie McGuire yeah, about didn't, it. Didn't let so, him in. Don't let him in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm flat. He could have told us. Could have given us something, something yeah. juicy. Yeah, well, I remember a few weeks back, Tanny Rodder gave us an exclusive, so it wouldn't have hurt Bob. So no, I can see can see where you're coming from, mate. Um, who's who's winning the footy tonight? I'm going to give you the same answer as last week. I don't know, but who? Well, you're a doggish yeah. man. Come on, what are your thoughts? I don't know. Obviously, it'd be nice if we had Alex Keith I'd probably, and Waitman. I'd feel a little bit more confident. But all I hope, and I'll probably go against the grain a bit here with everyone jumping on Melbourne's bandwagon, but I just hope whoever wins tonight wins the flag. Is Waitman out? Yeah, concussion, mate. Oh, I thought he he got a, he just a knock, and it wasn't actually concussion. So yeah, I think they didn't want to go down that path. I'm yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, um, Keith, I think is a big one. It just. I don't know who's going to go and play on the big fella. 
Oh, well, I suppose Gardner's our next biggest. Gardner's actually taller than I thought. He's 197, but he's a lot lighter frame than Keith. So he's... Look, I'll probably sound like an idiot now and Dixon will kick six, but he's sort of not my worry because I think we've got enough blokes who'll be able to bring it to ground. But it's... Yeah, they've got some the, pretty nifty small yeah, forwards, though. And yeah. the thing about him is if you've got someone like Gardner that's probably not quite experienced enough or good enough, that uh, you end up getting, like, Eastern Wood and a few of these probably too many flying for the ball. Exactly. And one thing Dixon can do is smash it back. And, yeah. you know, like just... Rosie, Butters, Fantasia, Gray. Like, yeah, yeah. the list goes on. But, yeah. What have you thought, Strut? Obviously, we've done... done what, uh, seven or eight shows and haven't got one game of senior footy in locally. We wouldn't have thought that yeah, when we maybe started. Maybe we've put the moz on everyone yeah. since we've done it. And obviously the whole idea of this show is to talk about uh, local footy, which we haven't even given the opportunity to talk about. We've had to get a heap of guests on to fill some content. And, you know, to all the guests we've had have been brilliant. But it's just been a shame we haven't been able to preview games because um, I think the one week any. we thought we were going to it, <laughs> We got called off. Called off on the Friday night, yeah. Well, and you probably say a good thing. We have we have had a lot of guests on, and they've they've all been fantastic. So we thank all them for their time, obviously, because well, without most of them, we we don't have local footy. So I reckon that that um, that's been fantastic for them to give up their own time. Who was your personal favourite? Probably not Bob after you've just rinsed him in strutting down the wing. <laughs> Um, I would have liked, uh, I, I found uh, Chris Bue, Brew sorry, um, story with his uh, podcast and what he's doing. Um, I listened to a couple of them and um, I would have actually liked to, he could talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably why he's got his own podcast. <laughs> but um, what about yourself? Well, you got to look after your own sometimes. And the first show, we know how we were both sitting here nervous as anything. We we're both shaking. And old Bobby bloody calmed us down a little bit, I reckon. He Gave did. us a footy. Yeah. Looked after us a bit, Bob, that first episode. But oh, to be honest, Bo Vernon obviously oh. is one that you love talking to. And, yeah, the, you get different stories from all of them. So it's it's always interesting. I think the, the common theme is there's a lot of rivalries in local footy. But most footy clubs are the same where they've, they're all just made up of pretty good people. And, and they, they keep those clubs, every club going. So... Yeah. Um, so, um, what what's been your most enjoyable? Like, how have you reckon you've taken on this new challenge? Like, it's obviously we've had so I've had plenty of slip ups. <laughs> well, I reckon you've gone. I reckon we've gone better than we thought. So we'll give ourselves a pat on the back as a finish. But no, it, look. To be honest, it's just it's just nice to be able to bring local footy to to more people. So thank SEN for that opportunity. Yeah, and our, yes, and our producers for putting on the show for us. Exactly. Um, you can catch up on any interviews and shows on the SEN app. Uh, remember to download the app and search the Gippsland Footy Show. Thank you for being a part of the journey with us on the Gippsland Footy Show. Coming up next on SEN Trackside with Cam Luke, Patrick Garshagan, <laughs> Simon O'Donnell and Dave.